Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Growing up and growing into a family where my grandparents were such a fixed part of my life you know their actions impacted me a whole lot without me even knowing that what that's what was happening you know i saw my grandparents as very hard-working people my grandmother she had a farm my grandfather was a fisherman he also worked at the sugar plantation he went to work during the week and on the weekends he would also be Fishing. You're tuned into the Entrepreneurial You podcast with Henneka Watkins Porter, the Jamaican podcast queen, author, international speaker, coach, and entrepreneur. Since I launched this podcast in 2017, each week I have featured a global high impact entrepreneur and leader to motivate, inspire, and educate you as you scale and grow your business. If you are new here, some of these guests have been Lisa Nichols, Richard Branson, John Lee Dumas, Paul Carrick Branson, Seth Golding, etc. In 2022, I will continue to bring you the best and the brightest, but of course, I'm shifting things up a bit. I will be focusing more on game changers who are from the Caribbean and African diaspora. Additionally, I recently had a dream come true where I'm now hosting the TV edition of the Entrepreneurial You. Yay! This airs on Business Access TV, which is available in 14 Caribbean islands. I will also be sharing these episodes with you via this podcast. So as you will notice, The guests are the same ilk that you have grown accustomed to on the podcast, but they are mainly from Jamaica. You'll also notice that the TV edition has a different format with other elements included, which were formatted for a TV audience. So things like trending now, a vox pop, business tips, startup stories, and of course, the main interview, those um, segments have been added to make it, you know, more robust and suited for TV. And I trust that this, although formatted for TV, will translate into a great audio experience for you. Please enjoy listening as much as I enjoy bringing them to you. The Entrepreneurial You podcast is sponsored by HennekaWatkinsPorter.com and the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Want to unleash the entrepreneur within you? Keep listening. And when you're through, please head over to HennekaWatkinsPorter.com for more episodes, blogs, and other useful content. Here's today's episode. But first, a quick word from the Jamaica Stock Exchange. We needed to raise capital. But our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. 
Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. It's time to unleash the entrepreneurial spirit in you. Time to take that step towards leading and excelling in life and business. Whether you're starting with an idea or you're looking to scale up, there's something here for everyone. So follow me on this journey of unleashing and celebrating the entrepreneur in you. This week on The Entrepreneurial You, the trailblazing Diana Williams, CEO of Lifespan Spring Water, is our featured business leader. And in our Vox Pop, who are some Jamaicans that come to mind when you think of business success? We hit the streets for a feedback on that topic. Plus, cryptocurrency, the next big thing, or is it? We share some basics on the tradable digital assets in our trending now. And in our startup stories, Mars Legacy is under the SME spotlight. This and more on today's episode of The Entrepreneurial You. Fierce, forward-thinking, and certainly not afraid to take on a challenge. Niana Williams boldly leads a brand that bears a strong influence on its industry and a strong connection to her purpose. She's traveled across geographical and professional borders to find her true calling as Chief Executive Officer of Lifespan Spring Water Company a business that is globally recognized for its award-winning quality standards and its local contributions to nation building. The Portland-born powerhouse business influencer has found her niche and is on a mission to pour back into her town and country the investment and resources she has received. It's Niana Williams on The Entrepreneurial You. Nayana Williams, LLM, without question, embodies what it means to be a model business owner. Not only because she is chief executive officer and co-founder of a market-leading company that she has helped develop from ground up, but also because her pursuit for success is fueled by her passion to empower her community. It's this passion that gave birth to what we now know as Lifespan Spring Water, a brand that has racked up several local awards and international recognition for its high quality components, a brand that's already carving out an industry that is full of growth potential and ready to lead the pack with Nayana Williams at its helm. She's our guest today on The Entrepreneurial You, Nayana. It is so good to have you here. Well, so happy to be here. Yes, yes. yes. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, my pleasure. Mm -hmm. I met you at Capital Quest. I may have known about you before. Yeah. I think I met you 
at Capital Quest, right? right that's when we got to, to know, know each, each other. other yeah. and, uh, we were we were rivals in that competition, yeah. and it was a it was a great time, right? Yeah, a very yeah. tough time. Um, but where I want to start with this conversation, right, uh, is from your book. I want to start with your book. Congratulations, you're now an author. Thank you. Thank so you. So put that out there, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read a little something to start off, and I'm starting. I'm just diving in because I really wanted to know about six-year-old Nayana. Mm. And it says, at that time in my life, I turned six years old. I was told that I was like a bright shining star. I paraded around the house with the most beautiful smile, always jubilant, extremely inquisitive and talkative. But in just one evening, my entire personality changed. It's incredible to think that now, as an adult, I experience so much love and happiness, yet the action of someone else's wrongdoing took my childhood innocence away from me." End quote. And one might ask, why did I start here? I start here because I can relate. I start here because when I started reading this book, I'm like, oh my gosh, so much of her story is like mine. And I really want to know about the six-year-old girl. So before we go into all this entrepreneurial stuff, tell us about the six-year-old child. All right. So, you know, this six-year-old child, and and I don't have a whole lot of memory of being six, but this, this memory was hidden for a long time until you know i became an adult and i realized you know i was there was this trauma that i had gone through that i needed to to face and um it was when i had my first child my daughter and you know i you know i was very overprotective of her extremely i mean excessively overprotective and you know it you know i started questioning this because it was kind of unnatural and you know and that is when it started coming back to me and i realized that you know this thing really happened to me because it was like it happened but i did not understand it mm-hmm. and so for a very very long time i buried it mm-hmm. i buried it but i was able to confront it on my own without help and um, and by confronting it I was able to really get past it absolutely mm-hmm. and first of all I want to say I'm sorry for what happened to you on behalf of everyone who has ever gone through that you know yeah and it's I know we started this conversation on that note but I also want to make the point that as entrepreneurs, we go around, um, you know, we, with our capes on our back, particularly women, right? Because we don't have, and you speak a lot about being a, a female leader in this book, um, the lifespan movement, progress, purpose, happiness, right? Mm-hmm. But we walk around multitasking, doing all these things and people seeing our success and not understanding and recognizing that in the midst of all of that, there are traumas that we have to deal with, mm-hmm. right? In the midst of all of that, there are situations that we have to confront and what we don't confront, we cannot really heal from. Exactly. Right? So I'm, I'm very proud of you for telling your story. 
Thank for you. telling everybody, you know, the world to, to see and to know that in spite of everything, and mm -hmm. you've mentioned several odds, again, we'll perhaps make reference to some of them as we go through, mm -hmm. but you are doing well. And from that six-year-old who has gone through trauma um, and living, you talk a lot about your grandparents as well. Um, tell us a little bit about what your grandparents or the impact your grandparents have had on your life and who you are today. You don't want to miss Nayana's response. We'll have it on the other side of this break. The Entrepreneurial You will be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Entrepreneurial You. I think, you know, like growing up and growing into a family where my grandparents were such a fixed part of my life, mm -hmm. um, you know, their actions impacted me a whole lot without me even knowing that what that's what was happening. So, um, you know, I saw my grandparents as very hardworking people. Um, my grandmother, she had a farm. My grandfather was a fisherman. He also worked at the sugar plantation. And, you know, he went to work during the week and on the on the weekends, he would also be fishing, you know, he would go and do his fishing. So, I mean, I grew up seeing this, so it became, you know, these things that was happening was a natural thing for me. I ended up loving fishing as well. And, you know, seeing my grandmother farming, I might not be a very good farmer, but, but these things have impacted me a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because when I think farming, um, yeah. I cannot see you, you know, and, and fishing and all of that. It's like somehow you have a stereotypical view yeah. of, you know, what those kind of things would add or who would be inclined to do those kind of things. Right. So um, I saw that obviously you're, you know, jack of all trades or Jane of all trades. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I I do a lot of stuff. I'm, I have a lot of interest in a whole lot of stuff. And mm. not many people would look at me and think, you know, oh, Nayana really likes fishing or really like diving or mm -hmm. swimming, but those are things that I like to do. All right, so what we mm -hmm. want to talk about quickly before mm -hmm. we go to the break is the fact that you spoke in the book a lot about your dad and going around and hearing those business conversations, right? Yeah. Um, how did those conversations shape what you're doing now? Um, I think, you know, from those early days, um, being exposed to an office environment and being exposed to these conversations, it, it helped to mold me because I always had an interest in just being around that, that type of environment. So I think it, it had an impact on me because that's what I liked doing and I ended up loving. Uh, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Nayana, tell me something. Having gone through trauma, um, you've gone through challenges, struggles, and you are here now, right? Mm -hmm. You are where you are today with some of the most um, accomplished feats ever, right? Mm -hmm. As a woman in business. If you could time travel mm -hmm. and go back to that 16-year-old girl and have a conversation with her, what would that conversation be like? All right, so I will tell my 16-year-old self that there are going to be trials and it's a matter of how I deal with 
those trials that the, you know that's how I needed to get past it so I would have to know that I would have to tell myself that I you know you have to be aware that you have to go through trials mm -hmm. and it should not define who you are right right mm -hmm. so like just like you know the caterpillar goes through metamorphosis to right. become a butterfly the diamond goes through fire in order to be purified yeah you know? yeah it's a stepping stone he trial is a stepping stone to what is next to come right so, and, and i'm going yeah. to refer I, I would refer to the book a lot because i really mm -hmm. want people to get the book <laughs> i really do um yeah. With everything that has happened, that you've, you've experienced, right? Through mm -hmm. your business journey, your personal journey, relationship journey, everything. What is your why? What's that overarching thing that keeps you going and keeps the fuel, you know? I think um, when I look at life, you know, there's so many persons, so many people who are unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's because we don't, you know, we tend to not focus on on everything that's happening that's good in our life we, you know we focus on what's not happening or what is not good mm -hmm. so um you know i you know like for starting lifespan for example i didn't want to do a business that would not be beneficial to other persons so it was like i needed to do something that persons can benefit from in a positive way and I think those are some of the reasons why I have to, you know, that's that's what motivates me. Mm -hmm. I want to see people happy. I want to see people healthy. Happy and healthy. Yeah. Those are two goals. And sometimes, mm -hmm. as you rightfully say, we are looking at the things that we don't have instead yeah. of experiencing, you know, and, and um, demonstrating rather gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. And um, a good practice to have. Nayana Williams, a female entrepreneur making waves in her field. She shares some critical business tips on the other side of this break. Welcome back. CEO and co-founder of Lifespan Spring Water, Nayana Williams, is my guest today in Zooming In, and she joins us with some valuable first-hand expert advice that only comes through discussions like these. So, Nayana, speak to us about a time when you wanted to give up, but didn't, and why. All right. So, um, well, I can talk about my, my experience with an employee that I had. Um, so this employee, he, he was straight out of college and, um, you know, very humble background, um, you know, just a person I could relate to and he came on board. Um, he proved himself to be a valued employee, he was brilliant. And so he worked his way up, I started trusting him and um, he disappointed me. Um, you know, there was a situation where the, and I don't want to say too much because it's in the book, if, if persons haven't <laughs> yeah, read it. The book hint, hint. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it was a situation where, you know, I felt betrayed. I felt almost as if I wanted to, to give up on persons because my, my whole thing was to employ these younger persons in the community and train them up to become leaders and, you know, um, and, and that was my entire take on the, the situation. But 
But when this happened, I felt, I felt so betrayed. I felt like I didn't, I no longer wanted to do this. Yeah. So, yeah. what kept you going? And before I even, before you even answer, what kept you going? Mm -hmm. Have you found that that in some way affected how you or how much trust you place on, you know, your team? Um, initially, it did right after it happened because I just I felt like I didn't know how, who to trust, and um, but then I decided, you know, instead of me employing persons who have not, you know, have no experience and try to train them up, now I need to start um, employing more experienced persons um, who have already invested in their education and invested in themselves, um, who had a lot to lose, you know, so, and this is what I did. Okay. So, All yeah. Right. And again, tough times don't last, you know, only yeah. tough people do, so. I think it's like you, you get down, you're, you know, like you fall down and you just pull yourself, yeah, pull back, yourself up back up and just move on. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, that experience taught me that uh, when I look back at it now, um, it has taught me that um, it, doesn't ha it doesn't have to define who I become. I mean, I, I don't have to, to not trust persons because of what happened. Mm -hmm. so, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, your story, very inspiring and insightful, Nayan. You've been sharing a lot of gems with us. So, as a female in a leadership role, what do you consider to be the most challenging aspect of being at the helm of Lifespan Spring Water? The most challenging aspect? I don't think about challenges because I know that they come along mm -hmm. and it's just a matter um, of expecting the next challenge when it comes along and just dealing with it. So I look at challenges when they come um, as you know, the next the next solution, finding the next solution. Mm -hmm. What about being um, being in the boardroom with men, you know, with, with people, well, with, with leaders who are mainly men sometimes? Mm -hmm. um, how do you navigate that? Because we know as women, sometimes yeah. the men don't take us seriously. You know, we're, even women right. don't take us seriously. So how do you navigate that? Um, I don't think about it. I don't think about it. The good thing about my board, it's it's a 50-50 board. Mm -hmm. So, and that is the way it should be. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case um, all around. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't have, I, I don't look at it that way. I have noticed at times um, throughout, not in the boardroom, but in other times where... Right, and, and not yeah. to quote you, when I say boardroom, I'm not necessarily talking about, about your board, boardroom, right. but you know, you're going to meetings with board, with other, yeah. you know, for, for whatever it is that yeah, you're Yeah, and, and I have gone to meetings where it was all men, I'm being the only female, and um, you know, my husband was there, of course, because we're partners, and you know they would direct all the the questions um to him, to him and as if you don't exist uh, yeah <laughs> as if i don't exist or it would be a case of i mean there was a situation at one point where we were in discussions about a partnership possible alignment to you know for a export project and um you know, they said the, those other parties mentioned that, you know, they want to form a separate company and then, you know, um, my husband, of course, would be a part shareholder in that company. 
and when they were assigning tasks, you know, I was, you know, a paper was thrown at me, for example, like, we need you to do this, Nayana, we need you to do that, you know, yeah. as if I was You're not... secretary or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, you know, I was yeah. nobody there. She's got more exclusives to share right here on The Entrepreneurial You. Soon come. Welcome back to this insightful conversation with the co-owner of the Lifespan Spring Water brand, Nayana Williams on The Entrepreneurial You. What I'd like to know, because a lot of women, um, you know, self-confidence is an issue, mm -hmm. imposter syndrome is an issue, right? Um, because of all these things that exist and these, this noise that exists, yeah. they don't feel like they're good enough and should be in that role. What do you have to say to them? Well, it's, it's, I think it's, we, it's, we all experience imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. um, there have been times when I felt like, you know, um, I am not, you know, why am I here? You know, I'm not qualified to be here. And, and the, this is what you, you know, you experience along the road. So you naturally, and then, and then I start talking to myself, like, why am I asking myself this question? Mm. With a lot of degree and yeah. so many other things, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, the positive self-talk comes in and mm -hmm. then, you know, that's what I use to kind of get past that imposter syndrome. Right. Let's yeah. spend a little uh, moment here. So mm -hmm. Your positive self-talk. Yeah. What are some of those things that you tell yourself that you get up in the, in the, in the days and you look yourself in the mirror and you talk to yourself what are some of those things you know it's like you know i can do it i can conquer the world what's stopping me from conquering the world so these are things that i talk to myself about so um you know it's i am good enough you know mm -hmm. i am loved yeah. um recently some ladies looked at me and was like nayana you are so powerful and then, you know, we were all doing positive, you know, um, affirmations. And I was like, you know, mine is, I am powerful. Yes, and yeah. you are, and you yeah. are, and you know, you speak the things called, even before, like you call the things that are not as though they are, and eventually they yeah. become. And you are, and you've gone through all of that, you know, the challenges in the, mm -hmm. in the, in the boardroom, in the meetings, you know, as, child, as a child and all of these things, and you are here. And we are grateful that you didn't give up along the way. And I'd love to ask you at this point, Naya, what is one of those non-negotiable things that you have in business like this is it um, I, no matter what I am this is how I'm standing up what I'm standing up for is a non-negotiable for you what is that I think honesty mm. um, that's you know that's very important to me integrity um, it's like I set a certain standard so in business in my personal life and it's it's non-negotiable so it is that if I set a policy um, within my business, it should be followed and we should all be accountable to that mm -hmm. policy. So that's yes. one of the things. Accountability that, yeah. as well. I, I hear that popping mm -hmm. out there and, and that is so important. Mm -hmm. And clearly, you must have a, you know, a support system, people that have inspired you, um, you know, maybe in your home, in Jamaica, across the world. Because um, you, you were traveling the world, right? Yeah. And you, you lived overseas and all of these things. So you've had that experience and exposure. But who are some of the people that have helped to mold you into who you are? Because I tell you, people look at you and you're so quiet mm -hmm. and they will underestimate you, yeah. right? But you're yeah. a gentle giant. I know that. So, mm -hmm. 
So um, like one of the persons, like I was coming in this, driving in this morning to Kingston and I was listening to Indra Nui, um, her book, um, uh, my, my Life in Full. And she, she, I have been watching her for quite some time. She was the former CEO of PepsiCo. And just listening to her and listening to her book, um, you know, it, it talks about so many things that I have undergone as a, as a leader, as a female leader, and as a female, um, you know, professional. And I think, you know, she has, uh, you know, broken those glass ceilings. She has done what many of us aspire to do. And I think she is a great role model. Mm-hmm. And I think every every female should listen to her book, yes, or read her yes. book. I yeah. am going to based on your yeah. um, recommendations seek mm-hmm. her out because I, I I didn't know her know her before. Yeah. All right. So let's get back a little to the business. Are there any plans to go public? With um, the company? There there is always that plan because mm-hmm. I don't see lifespan as just being you know where it is today i think of lifespan you know in the next 100 years or so up a multinational conglomerate that is promoting life and health mm-hmm. so um yeah i think we will definitely lifespan will definitely go public one of these days all right so speaking mm-hmm. about 100 years and you kind of alluded to it a while ago mm-hmm. but what do you want your legacy to be and say in the next 100 years from now when people think lifespan what emotions that you, you want them to feel and what do you want them to um... I want them to feel healthy when they think of lifespan mm-hmm. yeah feel healthy feel healthy and, and happy well and, and happy and whole yeah absolutely yeah absolutely what an inspiration mm-hmm. you are Nayana Willow thank you coming up we hit the streets to get the views of Jamaicans on our topic of the day. And we highlight another business trend you'd want to pay close attention to. Welcome back to the Entrepreneurial You. The Entrepreneurial You, voice of the people. Tell them people around business right you now said we can boost you on the bigger one and in town, you know. Okay. But in some London, did it? And like Shaggy, the late That entertainment. Now, if you say you have to big up Romish, you know what I mean? And you don't know them, I food them, you know, the Azan them, you know, them top people, the leeching, all of them people, they, all of them. For you say business success, all of them are going to come to mind. A lot of successful persons are out there, but in regards to entertainment, I have to give it to Romish because he does really great things. You understand? And both Wolipa, Big Artist, Shensia, Ding Dang, TJ. Wolipa, them come out of Romish Entertainment and not just Romish Entertainment itself as um, as he is a producer, but also Romish wear with clothing line and all that. Vibes Cartel. For me, it's Mr. Mafood. I think about Michael Lee Chin. You know, he's a pioneer in the financial industry. Very successful businessman. Being a owner of business is one thing, but being a owner of business and the product selling something that you create, you make money off of that. Yeah, the ultimate. My definition of an entrepreneur is somebody who start their own business. I could have even a igla, 
and you're gonna buy a good them and sell it back. So no matter what level of business you reach, if you start sell one bag juice, you start sell till you have a, a, a stall, and from a stall to a shop, from a shop to a wholesale. So you see, from you are your own boss, you're an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship, just start your own business and make it work. You understand? From a mickle to a muckle. I always grew up on your grandparents over that. So entrepreneurship, just do your own thing. Someone that has an idea and put it towards making it a success and making it into a business for their own, making money. For me, an entrepreneur is someone who finds means and ways not to accept any handouts from anybody. So they will always want to be generating their own revenue to make sure that they're not depending on anybody. Entrepreneur is someone who is a visionary, someone who is resilient and determined to get what he or she wants, and they just have a business mindset. For me, an entrepreneur is someone who believes they can operate a business and work towards doing so. Cryptocurrency industry has grown exponentially over the last decade. More and more people are becoming interested in the mysterious digital currency industry that carries more than 14,000 different cryptocurrencies traded publicly at a value of almost 3 trillion as of November 2021. This according to market research website coinmarketcap.com. With all this focused attention being paid to cryptocurrency, here are some factoids you might find valuable. Cryptocurrency is a form of payment that can be exchanged online for goods and services. The currencies use a blockchain technology that manages and records transactions across computers. Crypto refers to the various encryption algorithms and cryptographic techniques that safeguard these transactions. One of the things that make this market so interesting is that there is no central authority to issue the currencies. They are theoretically immune to government meddling, but are susceptible to taxation in some regions. Perhaps that's part of the reason cryptocurrency is not supported by all countries, with some like Nigeria going as far as putting a ban on crypto exchanges. Now, let's take a closer look at the world's largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization. Bitcoin. Launched in 2009 by an anonymous creator, Bitcoin has been described as fulfilling the need for an electronic payment system based on cryptographic proof instead of trust. Bitcoin transactions are stored on a public ledger containing information secured by a blockchain, which should make it difficult to tamper with. This seems to be the biggest pull for investors because since its public launch, one Bitcoin now sells for more than 62,000 US dollars. And for those who may be wondering, yes, Bitcoin can be converted to cash. Still to come or startup stories and inspiring business tip. Welcome back to the Entrepreneurial You. Hi, my name is Jahima Myers and I'm the owner of Myers Legacy Car Imports. 
knowing I could simplify the motor vehicle importation process and offer personalized customer service to clients was what inspired me to start a business. I have made it easy for the ordinary person to import a motor vehicle of their choice. We assist clients in importing their own car. We offer vehicle selection consultation, custom duty calculations, motor vehicle broker services, and tracking the vehicle while being shipped. The most rewarding thing about being an entrepreneur for me is watching my ideas come to life while making customers happy. The most challenging thing for me with being an entrepreneur was believing in myself and having the courage to follow through with the process of owning my own business. The dream for my business is being the pioneer in simplifying the car importation process for the regular person. Being able to give specific dates for vehicle arrivals and tracking the ship the vehicle is on is what differentiates us from other car importers. Even though I had a job before, I needed to do something extra to bring in extra income. That is simple because things are expensive and I wanted to be in the green light to afford certain things. After paying bills, I want to have excess funds for doing stuff that I want to do. I don't want to be limited financially and I like to have options. So I decided to do this to support the kind of lifestyle that I wanted to live. When I went through the process of importing a car for myself, um, the difficulties that I faced, I thought to myself, how could this process be more transparent more affordable and timely for someone else and i guess i took the process kind of personal and i thought that i could try to do something that would make this entire importation process simpler one of the shortfalls i saw with the importation process was the timing when the car would arrive it was not very clear and from shipping small packages there would be a tracking number or a tracking link that would be provided to the customer i thought that hey we could just do the same kind of tracking for the motor vehicle myers legacy car imports contact us at 460-1519 import your own car When you're identifying a mentor, I think it's very important that you make sure that it's not just someone who's accomplished the things that you want to accomplish, but it's someone who shares your values. It's very, very important. Ah. And I think it's very overlooked. Um, you know, so in, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take, for example, uh, you take someone like Jeffrey Bezos. He is the CEO of Amazon. He's someone who is depending on what the stock price is of Amazon, he's the wealthiest human being, you know, the wealthiest person on the planet. You know, he's someone who so many people admire to be. Now, I'm an entrepreneur, but he's no mentor of mine because we don't share the same values. And the reason why I think it's very important that you identify someone who shares the same values is because your values are your rule book to life. That's like your code, right? And if we share the same values, that means that we would do the same, like we, 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 would, we would choose not to do certain things or do certain things based on that code. But if someone doesn't share your values, they're going to do all kinds of things to achieve their heights of life that you would never even think of doing.
right? Because it's not within your moral code. So making sure that that potential mentor shares your values, very overlooked, but very, very important. Everyone has goals. You could be a billionaire. You still have goals. And if you, as the potential mentee, can identify, here's how I can help that person get closer to their goals, you are a value add. Now, after you've identified the values and you, and, and you, and you, and you, I'm sorry, the, um, um, the ways that you can add that, then what you have to do is then you have to over and over and over and over again add value. It's not just a one-time hit, right? So for example, with Michael Lee Chin, yeah, I invited him out to this big conference in Atlanta. You know, I interviewed him. It was a great interview. It was great for, you know, adding, for, for him reaching the goals that he wanted to reach. But did I stop there? No. The next year, I was executive producing a television show. And they wanted to take, they wanted to shoot the series in an island. So, of course, Jamaica is my favorite place. So I said, but let's not just go to Jamaica. Let's go specifically to what hotel? to try to, to his hotel. And I've found too with mentors, with potential mentors, here's the thing, especially if it comes to business, people will love you when you, you put money in their pocket. When you put money in their pocket, they will love you a much different way than if you're not putting money in their pocket, right? Even if you are a business. So you wanna to continue to add value over and over and over and over and over again. The questions that ought to be asked, the essential insights to be shared, and the empowerment that needs to be spread start right here on The Entrepreneurial You. Thanks to my very special guest, Nayana Williams, LLM, for being willing and ready to contribute to this conversation. Today's word of hope is from Psalm 46, verse 5. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. What good? Here's a preview of what's next on The Entrepreneurial You. Well, there were ups and there were downs. There were moments when, when things were, you know, it, it caused the tension between me and my partner because, um, you, know, you know, his idea as to what should be done uh, to, keep, to keep us afloat versus my ideas. I now realize that I'm more of a visionary. I'm more of, I have 500 ideas when I wake up every morning. Um, so I, I, I now understand and realize that I need, uh, in, in, in our operating system, because we have a specific operating system that we're currently run our company, I need an integrator with me all the time. I'm the gas, I need some, I need some breaks. But I, I, you have to get to that place in life that you understand that. Join us next week for another set of thought-provoking conversations with leaders, captivating features, and an opportunity to unleash the entrepreneurial spirit in you. Thank you so much for listening to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I do hope to catch you next week. But until then, make sure that you visit HennekaWatkinsPorter.com where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value, 
in the Entrepreneurial You, I'd appreciate if you leave a rate and review on Apple. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show and that would help me out a bit too. So you might also want to check out my ebook, How to Start a Podcast for Beginners. It's completely free. All you have to do is go to the the website and just follow the instructions once the pop-up comes there and you'll be good to go. I want you to know that I'm available for podcast production, hosting and private coaching to conduct podcast workshops or simply to speak at your event. All you have to do is send me a message via the contact form or via WhatsApp and I'll be happy to connect with you. Do take care.